afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. Um, I usually say when I greet people, shalom, 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 meaning peace be upon you in this afternoon. I'm recording right in South Africa, right in the mid of Rudaport in South Africa. My topic today, I'm talking about the love of Jesus Christ in the ministry of deliverance. You know, I believe one of the weapons that the enemy uses against the leaders is rejection. When you are called to a key prominent leadership position, the enemy will ensure either you are in a family where you will be rejected or live with people who will abuse you. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They are all snared in holes and they are hidden in prison houses. They are for a prey and the one delivers for a spoil and no one says, restore them. Who among you will give ear to this? Who will listen and hear for the time to come? I'm reading from the book of Isaiah chapter 42 verse 22 to 23. You know, rejection is one of the most destructive demonic spirits to enter a person's life. It is a spoiler. One of the meanings of the verb spoil is ruin. Therefore, we see that rejection can ruin every life in encounters. The enemy uses rejection to rob people of their dignity, identity, position, power, <clears throat> and authority. Rejection wreaks havoc on people's lives, preventing them from experiencing the fullness and blessing of God. Rejection can be as simple as being told no or being turned down, you know, for, for an opportunity you wanted. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rejection can escalate to being told we don't fit in or we don't belong. That is rejection. Hallelujah. And uh, we experience rejection on a regular basis at these levels. We even reject things that don't work for us. But the most damaging kind of rejection begins very early in life. You know, many times through some kind of abuse, abandonment or lack of love and affection from a parent. This type of rejection is common for many and sets us off on an unstable course in life that makes it difficult to handle any other rejection that we are sure to come in contact with. So today we, 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 we are talking on rejection right now and, uh, and we are believing God that he's going to deliver some people from rejection that will come and listen to this show, that will join in, even those who will join in on the later stage. I want to tell you, you know, for the sake of rejection as people, we try all kinds of ways to cover up rejection. People, you know, we do people pleasing, attention seeking, you know, perfectionism, anger and bitterness, hard heartedness, pride, isolation, addiction to drugs or alcohol or sexual promiscuity. We, we use any number of things to either gain love and acceptance or to protect ourselves from being hurt again. Rejection is a vicious cycle that takes us deeper and deeper into sin 
and destruction. You know, after it does its damage, rejection leaves lives desolated and in ruins. In the book of Isaiah chapter 42, verse 23, verse 22 to 23, the prophet Isaiah reveals the condition of the people of Israel after multiple attacks from surrounding enemies had left them desolated and in ruin. These verses also give a picture, you know, of what our lives are like after we have been raided and, and, and ravaged by the enemy. You know, have you ever been robbed of, of, of a great position? If so, you know, it is not a good feeling. You feel violated, exposed, unprotected, and vulnerable. You know, Isaiah said that the Israelites were snared in holes and they are hidden in prison houses. That is verse 22. That's another terrible condition to be in a hole and in a prison. It is the feeling of being held captive and bound, not free to do anything. You know, verse 22 also says, they are for a prey. The word prey refers to being hunted, chased, or pursued. The Bible describes Satan as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. In the book of First Peter chapter 5, verse 8, and this is probably the worst part of this passage of scripture. And I want to tell you today, you're going to be set free. You're going to be delivered. You're going to be, you know, set free from this situation of of, of, of being abused or this situation of being reject, rejected, walking around with rejection in your life. It's going away from you right now. There was no deliverance inside for the people of Israel. It seemed there was no one who could do anything about their, their being in, in that situation. There was no one who would speak the word restore. But we know that there was one coming whom and bring restoration to Israel, who will break them out of their prison and who will bring them into a place of fruitfulness and abundance. You know, Israel's redemptive history is the key even to your, to your own deliverance today. It's a key even to your own freeness today. As, as, as we expose and dismantle the spirit of rejection, you will notice that I will frequently refer back to God's covenant nation, the people of Israel. I do so because they are the physicality type of foreshadower for what God wants to do in each of our lives spiritually. The people of Israel were double-minded and rebellious. They were rejected and separated from God because of their disobedience and failure to keep his covenant. But still the children of Israel were God's covenant people. Remember the promise, I mean, remember the promise God made to Abraham. In the book of Genesis chapter 12 verse 3, God promised Abraham that all families of the earth will be blessed through him. So through Abraham came the promised son Isaac and then Jacob whom was renamed Israel and his 12 sons, the 12 tribes of Israel. From there, the genealogy continued to Jesus Christ. This is how God established Israel and his covenant people. Israel continued to violate their covenant with God, according to the book of Deuteronomy 28. And Deuteronomy 28 is listing certain stipulations that if Israel obeyed and kept 
um, the covenant will cause the people to be blessed. However, if the Israelites broke the covenant, they will be cursed. One of the curses that will come upon them will be actually a physical captivity and bondage, which will result in the destruction and dissolution of their homes, cities, health, and all around livelihood. Many times God sent prophets such as Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel to warn Israel of their covenant violations and to call them to repentance and back to the covenant. So if they did not repent, they will face the wrath or judgment of the broken covenant. But if they repeated, or if they repented, if they repented, they will have the mercy of the covenant and God will forgive them and restore them. Israel did not listen to the prophets. Instead, they persecuted them and killed them. And as a result, God's covenant, judgment, and wrath came upon Israel. Then we get to the prophet Jeremiah, who prophesied during the last days of the king of Israel when judgment was certain. The last godly king that Israel had was Josiah in the book of 2 Kings, um, chapter 22 to chapter 23. In the 18th year of Josiah's reign, the book of, 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 of the covenant, which had been lost because of idolatry, was discovered in the temple. So King Josiah began to repent and call Israel back to its covenant with God. However, by the time he did it, it was too late. Judgment was already prophesied over Israel, but God told Josiah that since he turned to him, he will not bring his judgment in his day. He will withhold judgment until after he was gone, according to 2 Kings chapter 22, verse 18 to 20. After Josiah's death, the, the kings of Israel went right back into rebellious disobedience and, and, and apostasy. The king of Israel was King Zedekiah. He restated the words of the prophet Jeremiah who warned him that the king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, was coming. Jeremiah told the king to submit to Nebuchadnezzar because there was no avoiding the 70 years of, cap of cap captivity coming. So after 70 years, however, Israel will be restored back to the land. From reading the book of 2 Kings and 2 Chronicles and Jeremiah, we know that Nebuchadnezzar did come. He broke down the city, burned it with fire, destroyed many of the Jews, and took the remaining Jews into Babylon. For 70 years, the Israelites were captives in Babylon. The book of Lamentations, written by prophet Jeremiah, describes the dissolution of Israel, the judgment that came upon the nation, Jerusalem being banned and the people being taken into captivity and becoming slaves in Babylon. It describes the mourning, sadness, depression, oppression, and total devastation of this nation. And as, as you read the prophets, you read, you need to understand, and, and this is important for prophetic people. The prophets did not only prophesy judgment, they also prophesied restoration. You see, this, this primary in Isaiah, after, 
Isaiah prophesied judgment. He says in Isaiah 54 verse 1, Sing, O barren, you did not, um, you did not bear a child. Break forth into the singing. In Isaiah 60 verse 1, he exhausts, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. I want to speak to somebody that is listening right now. And I want to tell you that the glory of God has come upon you. For the fact that you are listening to my voice today, for the fact that you are saying to yourself, I want to listen to this voice. I want to hear what is talking about, about the love of Jesus Christ in deliverance. Jesus Christ will set you free right now. As I speak, as you are listening to this voice, I want to tell you that Jesus Christ will set you free. There is no other one that can set you free, but only Jesus Christ that can set you free. The Bible is not a history book of the entire world. It is only a history. I mean, it is a, it is a history of redemption, primarily dealing with one covenant nation. It does not deal with the whole world. There are Many nations outside of Israel that are not recorded in the Bible. So as I said, it is only redemptive history. The reason why it is so important to understand this principle is because when you understand redemptive history, you understand redemption, salvation, reconciliation, deliverance, and restoration. You are listening to me right now and asking yourself, why do I have to listen? It is because you desire to be set free. You will understand what your salvation, what, 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 what your salvation is about and what God did to rescue it for you. The Bible also shows us the wisdom of God in using a nation that had broken covenant, a nation so full of rebellion and disobedience to show us the way to, you know, the way to covenant with God. I want to encourage you today, and I want to say to you, I'm just left with about a few minutes, but I want to say to you, you've got to receive Jesus Christ as your personal savior. This message had came specifically for the love of God for you. This message has came, had came for you that you can be able to be restored. You can be able to be set free. The entire church was Jewish. God used this group or a remnant to evangelize and bring salvation to the rest of the known world. Paul takes, I mean, talks about the remnant in the book of Romans chapter 9 and, and Romans chapter 11. They are also called the elect. I believe as I've made this example today, this is the example that I've made so that you can be delivered. If you have gone through this trauma of rejection, Today, it is your day. As I'm about to pray, I want to pray for you today. And I want to pray for you that you can be set free from every rejection spirit that has been tormenting you. I want to pray for you today that you can be delivered from every area of rejection in your life. I did not just say, let me pray about this, but the Holy Spirit brought into me and he said, so many people, they are suffering rejection. And right now, they need to be prayed for. They need deliverance. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the listener today. I thank you, Lord, that you have made this listener to be able to listen and to be able to say he is needing deliverance. 
Father, empower him, empower him to find favor in the sight of your divine helpers in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let all demonic obstacles that have been established in the heart of her divine helpers against her prosperity, against her settling, against the peace, be destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Even right now, I silence and put to fight all the spirits of fear, anxiety, and discouragement in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, let the divine wisdom fall upon all who are supporting him or her in these matters in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I come against the spirit of every area of rejection in his life and her life. I break the backbone of any spirit of conspiracy and treachery in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, hammer this matter into her mind that he is delivered from rejection. He cannot remain being rejected. He cannot remain somebody that says, I am rejected. I bless your father today. I paralyze the handwork of household enemies and envious agents in this matter of rejection in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let all evil competitors stumble and fall in Jesus' mighty name. Let all adversaries make mistakes that will advance her cause in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let all the adversaries of her breakthrough, his breakthrough, be put to shame in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your breakthrough that you have given to your child right now. We bless you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Amen. Right now, I want to say to anyone that was listening, and you got the message, my email address is vjprayerministry at gmail.com. vjprayerministry at gmail.com. I want you to send me your message and tell me how this message became an impact in your life. I want to pray with you. I want to know the situation that you're going through in your life. I'm right down in South Africa, in Johannesburg, in the area called Rudeport. I am praying for you today. Thank you, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for today that the Lord has ensured that you are listening to this message. As I said, I want to repeat for the last time my email address. It's vjprayerministry 
at gmail.com. God bless you. Amen.